Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the GNT. You're here with Polo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bali has before me. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars 5, episode 7. And that's all it is. Yes. No name, no title, just episode There actually is no title. You know what? Netflix is screwing up a lot. They got who was it? Um, the lip sync assassin. They got the season. Um, Michael. Oh, Morgan. well, that wasn't Netflix. It was the the show itself. Well, yeah, yeah. The, sorry, the show. Morgan sorry, Netflix. Being, yeah. My bad. My bad. Retract there. They got Morgan McMichael's kind of. Um, she's from season three, didn't they? Yeah, they, they got that wrong. Season two, All Stars three. And now so this episode has no title, but I'm going to call it the Stand Up Comedy Challenge. That's really original. Great. Groundbreaking. Yeah, I don't think anyone would know that. Genre defying. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I think, yeah, take some tips, guys. I'm always about thinking outside the box, you know? Yeah. Not going for the obvious. Not going for the first three things I think about. I, I go beyond. <laughs> I go beyond. So are you actually ready to get into it? Yes. Let's do. do it. So what's going on with you? Before we get into the actual episode, what's going on, Tom? Hey, same as usual, really. You know, work's what's busy. Um, oh, not, don't talk about work. It's something else. Um, don't define yourself by that labour, okay? <laughs> that labour. Okay, Tom, you're, you are more than that. <laughs> Labouring under the yoke of the yes. oppressive NHS. Yes. Um, I don't know, like, f- for me, it's just kind of... Uh, since I want to throw... If money wasn't an issue, what would you be doing with your life? Wow. Yeah. Um, That's right. I mean, I'm very happy in the job that I'm doing at the moment. Okay. So um, would you still do that? I think I'd be doing something in the caring profession. Really? I think so. It's Aww. very fulfilling. Go on. Well, that's kind of it, really. Like, maybe if I had a bit more, you know, if money truly wasn't an issue maybe, and it had more flexibility, um, I might do something more along the lines of full-time, like, one-to-one psychotherapy. Okay. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. I think my, my, my job as a consultant psychiatrist comes with certain other... We get it. Stresses and challenges. We get it, Tom. Um, You're a psychiatrist. We but get again, it. Again, it's very, very rewarding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it should right. be something in this field. I think. Okay. Either that or international pop star. Yay! <laughs> My voice has been complimented. <laughs> family don't count, Tom. Okay. They're the family, last ones to compliment. We, we My voice, do not actually. count family for compliments. <laughs> Um, what would I, I don't know what I'll do. I can't, I can't answer that. It's, it's too deep. It's too deep. No, I don't know if I told you guys. Um, <laughs> I love how I was under like pressure to answer that question. Yeah. Put on the spot and you're just like, I can't answer it. I deep. can't. I'm sorry, Tom. Moving on. Moving that, that's on. That's too deep of a question. I, I need to think <laughs> about it, but I, I can't just throw something out there. Okay. Mm. Because it's not, uh, this is, that's a big question. That's huge. Okay. Full time Tekken champion. Mm, I, I already am. <laughs> no, I don't know if I told everyone. I was doing a challenge earlier. It was an Instagram challenge from um, Danny Jones Fitness. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. Basically, it's a one-month transformation challenge. And I won. Way. Yeah, that's right. I won. And I get $1,000. US Sound like you're bragging a little bit there. Yeah, am I bragging? Yes. <laughs> yes, of course I'm bragging. Okay, that was a I was a month of clean eating, it was a month of calorie deficit, it was a month of no drinking. Actually, this is something I've never told anyone, but I haven't drunk since January the 17th. I I mean, what? this is the first what? time I'm speaking of it. Yeah. From January oh the 17th gosh. to a couple of weeks ago, um, 
July the 4th, I didn't have a sip of alcohol. I wouldn't even use sanitizer. They had alcohol in it. <laughs> yes, antiperspirants had to be alcohol-free. Well, Everything. I was anyway. that, I was that like pedantic about no alcohol. You're yes. amazingly dedicated, amazingly hardworking. You deserved your victory. And so you have the greatest of admiration for me. Yes, thank you. And like the, one of the most awkward things in the world is like when someone owes you money, how do you ask them for that <laughs> money? So I'm like, okay, he put on his Instagram that I won. I'm like, yay. And I, I would have assumed, A, he would have emailed me mm-hmm. before saying, hey, look, you won. I'm going to put up blah, 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 blah. And what's your account details? You know, I thought he would say before he posted the, the, um, the picture of me winning, or I would have assumed he would have emailed me right after mm. saying, hey, blah, blah, you know, congratulations on the win. What's your Venmo? What's your PayPal? How can I send you the money? But no, it was nothing. It was like a week had passed. <laughs> like a, a week had passed and I'm there going, okay. Um, so I'm like, okay. So I was like, how do I email him saying, hey. Um, Bitch better have my money. Give <laughs> yeah. me what you owe me. I was like, oh, how do I, how do I? I was like, hi, you're such an I'm so glad that you saw my progress um you know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thank you very much you know i just do the classic sandwich technique which was compliment and then <laughs> ask a question and then finish off the compliment which yeah. is what i did i was like oh you know i've been following i've been a big fan of yours and this means so much that i won by the way do you need my account details mm-hmm. um do you want my <laughs> this is my paypal this is my you know like and then i'd finish it off with another compliment you know yeah. and then he still hasn't replied oh. now <laughs> now listen here danny danny jones fitness all right i won i struggled my ass off for that month yes. i won every penny that i'm owed you worked hard so i'm gonna have to send off a follow-up email and i might have to add a, a hint of karen in there <laughs> hi just following up on the email that you obviously have read and probably haven't replied to because you've you've actually put up another instagram post since so you're, you're definitely active <laughs> yeah um, you you have wi-fi you have social media so I'm yeah kind of, don't pull off the old I'm don't taking, do that i'm taking a social media don't, break don't do that one just don't, don't do that don't do that Gange, that's so transparent to me Gange. yeah that's so transparent anyway i want i'm bragging and i'm really really happy and you like to brag Whilst Tom is sipping a beautiful Merlot. It is. And I can smell it from here. It's delicious. <laughs> I have my Diet Coke and a sugar-free Red Bull. This is my way of, you know, allowing you to enjoy alcohol vicariously. It's Thank actually you. very generous of me to be doing this. You're drinking just for my it's sake. Self, it's selfless. <laughs> uh, it's not something I'd usually do. Um, but... You, you thrive off competition and you, you work so, so hard. You're one of the most focused people I've ever met. Oh, and go on. That's all you're getting. That's it? Yeah, for now. <laughs> you need uh, a bit of help from Frankie 9 on how to compliment because <laughs> Frankie, thank you very much for your amazing review. Mm-hmm. Um, who was basically saying that maybe we should also do Drag Race Canada, mm-hmm. Tom. And that was also so, so thank you, Frankie, for that review. Uh, it means a lot. And we really do love receiving reviews. Yes. Uh, so please send them through. And Charlie uh, on Twitter had also said, that I have to bribe Tom to do Drag Race Canada. Now, Charlie, trust me, I am trying. He is one stubborn bull. (laughs) I'll tell you that. And we also got another amazing review from Blondie Bobby. Blondie Bobby, BB. Do you think that was Debbie Harry herself? Blondie from Blondie, Debbie Harry, quite possibly. 
Um, but lovely reviews. We love getting such positive reviews. Um, I think it just, um, I, I really like just the idea. Like when people just, like Blondie Bobby said, listen, uh, I love these two guys. Very relaxed. Um, uh, fun to listen to. And listen to you when I'm cycling to work in the morning. I just love the idea of this, like being with people on a weekly basis or however often they listen to us and just like, oh, you know, you yes. know just being a part of their day and like brightening up the day a little bit. Oh, you know, that's the and Frankie at nine said something similar um, about us brightening up lockdown. So I, I I feel really touched by that. It's really lovely. You're not going to read Frankie's when you read up Blondie Bobby's because I'm if I was Frankie and you didn't read selected, my review after you read someone else's review, I would be like, okay, I'm picking out selected highlights. <laughs> There's plenty of other podcasts for me to I, listen I, to. I didn't read out all of Bobby's and I read <laughs> out a bit of. Thank you so much, Frankie said. Thank you so much for your fantastic podcast. You guys kept me going during lockdown, working from home. And uh, the other thing I was interested in, Frankie said that uh, they are um, uh, catching up. So they've come to us quite recently. So they're going back through our previous episodes, like oh, UK and are you cu- Are you curious to listen to the f- the very third, po- the very very first podcast? The very very first one we put out is not available anymore. Why? You weren't happy with the sound quality. Oh, you retracted. It. I took. Okay, so what you don't realize is the first podcast that we did was just we didn't get the sound right we was it was a it was a big trial it was done on an iphone in a starbucks it was it was so bad <laughs> and i listened to it later on and i was like this is this is the worst thing ever so i've taken it down and maybe i'll, I'll put it up one day but like no for, for people who join our only fans yeah <laughs> <laughs> what's that other one the, the, the one where you have to pay to go on Patreon. Patreon, yes. But um, no, anyway, thank you very much for the reviews. We really, we, we really appreciate it. it. I do. It, we, it helps us, like, we love it personally. We yep. love reading them, but also it helps us to have positive reviews. Yeah. Um, on, um, I think because we're resident in the UK, we can only directly see the ones that are put up in the UK. So if we miss anybody who's putting on reviews from around the world, we love you guys too. We can't necessarily see them as easily though. No. Yeah. No, but I, I, I can sometimes pick it up. From the plot, yeah, yeah, because you're a technical wizard. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. thank you. Let's talk about Drag Race Canada. Are we gonna do it? I would love to. No, you don't. Don't don't, don't backtrack. You have said no. No, I haven't. Yes, I, you have. I, excuse don't me. try it. Don't tell roll, me what I roll think the tape. I said I no. struggle to focus on two Your words things at were once. No. no, it wasn't. I'm the of the two of us. I'm going to reiterate. I'm the one who's actually watched the Meet the Queens, and I've got a vague awareness of who they are. They're um, just like saying I'm not racist. My best friend's black. Don't try it. We've been no, watching no, no. ANTM recently. That's Whitney, that is. <laughs> Don't try it, <laughs> Don't Tom. Don't call me a racist. My best friend's black. Um, I, I, I would struggle to balance two sets of characters, but we are very near to the end of All Stars 5 now. The, what we could do, we could catch up and maybe do some mini reviews of the first few episodes and then get into it. Or we could do a kind of a, a mega review of the first few episodes all plumped into one like a highlight. So you're saying, okay, are you saying that we should start looking at ways of doing a drag race Canada? Yes. Yep. Because I'm seeing I'm so off. many memes. I'm seeing yeah. so many stuff and people are posting it online. People are posting it on the Facebook page and I'm just like, I don't get it. They look like such an interesting bunch. Look like a really diverse bunch as well. Um, and I, the, the slight thing I worry about, but it'll interest me to watch it is like we may miss out on some references because it's a bit different to obviously drag race uk the british references in the u.s version you united states culture kind of 
permeates the world so much that we, we just kind of get it. You know, we've grown up watching a lot of American media. Canadian media, I would be somewhat less familiar with. I mean, we watch Shit's Creek and I... And I pretty love... much think that we've got all we need from Canada from there. I think that I'm very well versed on Canada. We love Celine Dion. We love Peaches. We love Alanis Morissette. All Canadian luminaries. And Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Bieber. Just, just. I thought he said dressed in beaver costume. <laughs> I kind of like it a smell. <laughs> Reminds me of high school gym class. <laughs> also, Walter um, <ew. laughs> Mikado return off. Yep. Why not? Let's start doing Drag Race Canada. We'll watch it and we should just kind of like split it up. Look, guys, we'll look, find a way. Charlie, Frankie, Blondie, Bobby, and who else was it? They said the first one. It was a Vanity Talk podcast, which mm. you, they also do drag race um, reviews. Mm-hmm. They've also asked us to do Drag Race Canada. So, like, the fans are screaming. They are. They okay? are. They, we cannot ignore the clamoring voices of the masses no. any longer. <laughs> yes. Anyway, Tom, Tom, let's move on. Okay, now let's recap last week. Last week we had episode six, which was the ball challenge. Mm-hmm. And we said goodbye to Alexis. Now we were having a discussion about this whole Alexis thing. Mm-hmm. I feel Alexis should not have gone home. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I said last week, but you know, like sometimes I've, I've let it simmer. That's what we said last oh, week. Oh, we did? Okay. Yeah. So I don't think Alexis should have gone home. I think that Blair St. Clair was definitely her time. I mean, she's she's lasted so much longer than I think she should have. Yeah. Just my opinion. But I, I feel the reason that Alexis was sent home is because, well, she kind of sent herself home. She mm-hmm. kind of shot herself in the foot when she chose Shay's name. She did. When she chose Shay's lipstick, mm-hmm. she kind of sent herself home because after surviving that, she kind of broke up like this... It wasn't even an agreement, but like everyone now knows that yeah. she is a loose cannon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like when you're when you're in a competition with someone like that, you don't know what if they win, what if they what if they send me home. Everyone's walking on eggshells around her, so mm-hmm. they couldn't risk it. They had to restore balance, kind of like the Avatar, kind of like the Force. Balance needed to be restored. So the reason, the, the way that they could do that was actually by sending Alexis home. Did she deserve to go home? No, but. But based on that, she, she kind of sent herself home. Voting fairly, Alexis in no way deserved to go home. She mm. wasn't the worst in the episode. I know that's a matter of taste, but she wasn't. And she had the better track record. Neither her nor Blair had won. Yep. Her and Blair were the clear bottoms. It was just between those two. You couldn't have justified sending any of the other three home. Mm-hmm. Um Alexis has been close to winning. I can't think of an episode where I've really felt like, oh, Blair, you know, you really missed out on a win there. No, but Alexis, I can think of some for Alexis. I think Alexis was very close to winning the Snatch Game. Alexis was very close to winning another earlier one that I really can't think of. She was fab in the first episode. She was judged high with her her sort of salsa cha-cha performance. Um, She's done a lot of really memorable um, performances this, this season. Blair, like we're not Blair St. Clair haters. We're, I think we're quite united in our opinion that she's she's gorgeous. She does overall have a good sense of fashion in spite of failing at the ball. Um, and she can be sweet and funny. She's just not all stars level. Let's, let's rewind on what you said about she's good with the fashion. Like, I just feel like she's, I think she does have great fashion on Instagram, but I feel like the fashion that she's bringing to the show is too try hard. 
It's, 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 she's very, very keen to like divorce try, herself from yes. the Blair of old. Like yeah. I, I'm, I see that, and I raise you this. Mm. You know, like uh, I see the category as plants, but I'm actually going to give you a, a dinosaur <laughs> because a dinosaur came from plants. <laughs> if we if we go right back, we're all cells and organisms, and you know, basically, it's what we like. I feel like she's trying too hard with you, each of the challenges. I that's what I think. You give me Jade Cole vibes then, because <laughs> the dinosaurs are related to the elephant. Now, I don't know if anyone here knows who Jade Cole is. She's from um, six, uh, season six of American Six Time Model. She's probably one of my favorite people ever. Amazing woman. It really is amazing. So that's kind of where we are at the moment. We have said goodbye to Alexis. And then the, another thing that kind of shot her in the foot was the whole Alexis versus India drama, isn't it? So I like, think could, uh, we've, we've, we've thought about that. We, we've marinated in it. We've... No one will ever know the truth, I don't think. Mm. My, uh, we're, we've fairly consistently said something happened and it's a matter of semantics and interpretation of of what exactly happened. India, I, I do feel, and actually Shay echoed this interestingly in Untucked last week, India India looked Shay dead in the eyes and said, this is what happened. And so she whatever, looked into my soul. Yeah. She looked into my goddamn soul, Annie. <laughs> And like what whatever she was saying, I I think India truly believed it. Yeah, that was her interpretation of events. Alexis always felt a little bit more shifting and less certain of what she was saying. Avoided the conversations, avoided eye contact. She talked about. It. I think there was something along the lines of like, "Have you voted for?" Because didn't India confirm that it was actually after voting? Yes, that is a, that is now a fact. Um, there was something along the lines of like, "Have you voted for Shay?" you know, that Mayhem and Alexis were involved in that conversation with India. She took it as a campaign. Let's use that word. That's what mm. the word that was used. But was Alexis, possibly implied. Alexis was very, very careful and kept saying it wasn't a campaign. That there was, was no the campaign. word that she kept on echoing, yeah. wasn't it? I didn't yeah. campaign. I didn't campaign. Okay, cool. But you Take campaign away. What did you do? Is there something else that you did that made it suggest that mm-hmm. Shay should have been the one that we all choose? It's been such entertaining drama, though. Thanks, girls. Thanks for producing it's, that for us. You know what? It's, it's now up there with all of the unanswered questions. You know, who was after Peppermint? Yeah. <laughs> Whose lipstick did BB choose? Out of respect. What happened to Sherry Pie? Nobody was knows. Tyra really looking in her direction? <laughs> and now it's who's telling the truth? Did India or Alexis? Did Tyra really lay her hands on Tatiana off camera? Yeah, oh, that's mm. another one. Oh, there's so many it's, it's now it's now there. It's now one of the unanswered questions of RuPaul's Drag Race. They made it that far. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now let's look at this week's episode. We've got a stand-up comedy challenge. We'll talk up more about the past um stand-up comedy challenges mm. and the queens who did it really, really well then. But right now I just want to get into the episode. Yes. Let's go. Okay, we're back and the girls are back in the workroom and they are pretty much lamenting the loss of Alexis, aren't they? They're telling each other that she's a great friend, she's a fierce competitor and they're sad to see her go. Please, please, I'll tell you what they're doing. They're like, okay, we voted her off. I know that she's gonna watch this, so we have to make we have to say something really, really good so that she's not angry. And let's appease our own consciousness. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because we didn't vote Guys, off the now, weakest competitor. Now let's now let's sing her praises, okay? Because this is the time for us to do it. Because you know we've already seen her home. She's gonna be watching this, and we gotta soften the blow. So uh-huh. that's what they're doing. They're doing damage control. The word is damage control, okay? Control. And let's be honest, there was a personal vendetta. Uh, that she had. 
yeah, she definitely. carried on. And she- that definitely influenced um, how she voted. And rightfully so. I would have done the same thing. She has spoken f- quite frequently, actually, since it all happened about how she, you know, she just doesn't feel she can quite trust Alexis anymore. And I'm sure that's permeated the rest of the girls and their opinion of her as well. Um, there's, there's not a lot to say about their return to the workroom really no that's um, basically it so let's go into the actual challenge there's no Millie Millie challenge mini challenge there's no mini challenges in all stars there are sometimes reading challenge but that, that's just it's a, a challenge. challenge okay besides that Tomas okay um, there is no mini challenges in all stars and now you know what I'm, I'm definitely going to get mail or a tweet or a whatsapp from anyone that's going to say actually um, in, in this episode in this season they do you do know, them sometimes remember the mini golf challenge in all stars too anyway so they, they hardly ever do the mini challenges in the all stars okay they, they do them sometimes yeah I said what I said now they have just announced so RuPaul has announced that this week is going to be a stand up a comedy smackdown in front of a live audience Okay, and it, it it seems like it's a fairly straightforward stand-up. There's no twist. It's not specifically a roast. Mm-hmm. It's not got some theme like the Despy Awards or you know the kind of eulogy for um, Lady Bunny or anything like that. It's just a straight up show us how funny you are. All Rue says is make me laugh. Well, the word SmackDown was in there, so I don't know if that's gonna wrestling theme. There's gonna be uh, I don't know if that's the twist of well, it anyway. That's interesting because uh, the, the the kind of thumbnail for this episode, whether it was edited together that way or not, showed three girls on stage at once. Okay, so maybe there's an opportunity for them to interact. Who knows? To smack down each other Whoosh. with their comedy and wit, whitlash. Hey, <laughs> anyway, So the order for this is chosen by our lovely Miss Cracker because she had one last week. Now, what would you do in this instance? In terms of choosing, and where the order. would you go? Yeah, mm. I've, you know what? I, I already know. I've asked you this, and like I'd other go, other I'd seasons, I'd go first and get out of the way. You wouldn't. I would because you I, would not. I think seeing be the, confident to start a show, to open a show. Tom. I think seeing the other girls would actually make me more nervous, and I'd want to get out of the way. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, and also, all your jokes are first. If anybody else has repeated any material, they have to take it out. Ding, 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 mm-hmm. ding. Now, that is one of the reasons why I'll, I'll choose the A to intimidate the others, mm-hmm. uh, B, also to get it out of the way, and, and C, um, I generally would like to open the show and close yeah. it. Can I do two? <laughs> Can I do another one? Hi. <laughs> People seem to think... Well, it will be like, you know, Bridesmaid. The ending will be like Bridesmaid. You know when they do that kind of... Um, the the bridesmaid the maid of honor speech mm-hmm. oh then, yeah, yeah and then there yeah. she's Keep like okay in. and she does her speech because everyone welcome and then she comes and tells a story <laughs> and then and then she comes and then you know they, we they, they, they go they go back and forth gracias por vero keep smiling keep shining knowing you can always count on me that's what that, that is what it will be I will, I will just keep coming after until I close the damn show that's what, but that's what I'll go and that's what I'll do if I wanted to throw someone under the bus I would put them after me I would put them after <laughs> confidence.com <laughs> well you can like I would put them after the other person that I considered funniest. Yep. Or sandwich to, them and towards sandwich the Sandwich them in between me. And, oh, sorry, sandwich them in between two really good people. I would say 
put them after somebody super funny and make them last because that makes mm. them remember the sour note. Yeah, there's the primacy straight into ju- straight rem- into judging. They you, remember yeah. it. It's, you remember, it's very recent. You remember the first one. You remember the last one. Yep. So yeah. So if I if Cracker gets to choose, um, if she wants to be shady and she wants to get rid of Blair, Blair put her after Juju B, make it Cracker Shay Juju B Blair. Yep. Um. Cool. Now let's talk about the past challenges of uh, stand-up comedies, okay? Yeah. And what these girls did. Now, Shay, she did very average in her, I feel, she did quite average, quite safe in she, her season. She's in the middle of the pack. Yep. The, she did, yep. Peppermint won that one. Um, Shay got praise and she was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I think Sasha was higher than her. I remember in the judging, it was between Sasha and Peppermint pretty much. Mm-hmm. And poor uh, Pheromone and Alexis Michelle were in the bottom that week. That that was terrible. Let's get this roast to cook in. I think that was one of the worst comedy challenges in history of report drag race was pheromone anyway, i just want to go through the queens so okay. cracker and blair didn't have a comedy challenge in their one but they mm-hmm. did have more improv type and we've discussed that in past episodes mm. where um it shows that miss cracker's quite good with improv she you know what she's ahead of yeah she's she very head or miss uh, but i think that when it's a whole show when she gets to write everything mm-hmm. and not have to because Snatch Game is based on you know the the questions and and you have to be someone else and answer for them. Yeah. If it's Miss Cracker being able to be Miss Cracker and her humor, if she gets to write it from beginning to end, yeah, that's where I feel she shines. Fully agree. Fully. So that's, I that's where I feel. Let's not forget we've seen Miss Cracker live. Yes, and she oh. she. It was very much a variety performance. There were yes. there were heartfelt stories. There were funny anecdotes. There was stand up. There, there was dancing. There was lip syncing. There, there was choreography. Yes, the she house was. Down she boots. was. Yes, she was. She was dancing, and she I, has done international tours. So I really do think that Cracker has an edge on the other queens she's where she's done that. She's yep. going to excel in this one. I struggle to see Cracker not. I think she's likely to win this one to be honest my right. on cracker now now blair was very much i feel overshadowed and carried through her performance in that improv challenge um in season nine was it that she was in season 10 whatever uh, season by Manegi 10 mini so mini yes. really carried her through this i don't know how blair's gonna do here now juju did that and also blair sucked in the sucked in the snatch game Yep. Now, Juju did airline, you know, that's her name. She did her yeah. grandma and her, the grandma finding um, her kind of drag costumes and her going back and <laughs> forth between the two characters using glasses, which Jackie <laughs> yes. Cox very, very um, famously mm. copied. But to be honest, it's not like, it's not hard to copy that. That's a very, a lot of people do that. I a lot of stand up comedies, yes. people do that when they try to differentiate characters. They'll have a hat that symbolizes another person, or they mm-hmm. have a pair of glasses, or they have a scarf, or they have something that lets, that gives a, a visual cue that yeah. I'm being another character. That's right. You can do it very well, like Jackie and Juju did it, or you can do it quite shambolically, like Heidi and Closet did yep. in season 12. Um, but I see Juju being cracker's competition yep. in this one but juju is funny she's very very in the moment funny as well so i she's mean a hoop. She, she's like she's very witty she's very off the cuff kind of humor and she's bloody charismatic oh yeah yeah. come yeah. on let's we gotta give her that i mean 
she is carrying us through all stars with her confessionals. She's fantastic. And we, you know, her cats. <laughs> so let's let's give her that. Yep. Yes. So these are the queens that we have there. This is their kind of past. But let's talk about the stand-ups. So mm-hmm. we've done the standouts for the stand-up comedy. Yeah. Okay. Who comes to mind when you think about RuPaul's Drag Race and funny in terms of that kind of comedy tour type stage? Because I think season five gave us one of the strongest roasts or comedy challenges overall. Um Alaska, Jinx, and Coco were all potential winners in that week, I think. Coco got it, and she did deserve it, but a lot of, I think the thing that edged it for her was surprise factor. Nobody expected Coco to be that funny. Mm-hmm. She's very smart. She occupied a character that she knew, and she knew that would make Rue laugh. There it is. Um, and, but Alaska and Jinx were both just like fantastic comedians in that episode. It's going to be hard to top Coco. <laughs> but look at her. <laughs> Who would want to top Coco? And Michelle t- Visage is so full of semen, period. Yeah. <laughs> and No, seriously, she's a whore. <laughs> you, can, you can take the girl out of New Jersey, but you can't stop the girl from giving blowjobs to homeless guys along the New Jersey Turnpike. <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, when I, th- I, I really like Shangela. Shangela was fantastic. They said, like, Quifa, I said, what? Shangela yeah. was the standout of the season three. She won that one, I think. But Shangela had been doing stand-up for years, and it's like, okay, I'm just going to apply this to my drag character, and she she blew them out of the water. I think the only one who even came close was um, Rasha, Alexis. Alexis was great that week as well, but she very much inhabited a gimmicky character, the stripper with the giant boobies. Yep. Yeah? Yep. But again, like... Uh, Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana? Um... And yeah, Delta was a real disappointment that time. Do you remember? Mm, but who were the standouts? Focus. Um, Manila was great, not in season three when she was actually in the bottom, I think, but she was in the roast of Lady Bunny kind of funeral eulogy. Yes. And oh, she, hilarious. She, she yeah. had you from that yeah. first, like, get that visual gag where she pulled yeah. back the, the, veil. the veil and just did the. <gasps> <laughs> I mean, she heard you from the get-go, so I definitely agree with Manila. She was, again, she was smart, and she used a very funny device, didn't she? Like, this is Lady Bunny's will, yes. and there's a laugh each step of the way. Yep, yep, yep. Bianca! How can we forget Bianca? Ugh, the mistress of stand-up comedy herself. Yes, my parents My parents thought, of, what was it, um, that she had to stay true to her Spanish heritage? So yeah, my yeah. first words were... Housekeeping. Keeping. I think and, Bianca did well. And then she also went off the cuff, which yeah. is what she's really, really good at. She she saw something and she responded she told and she off made it funny. The guy who heckled Ben, didn't yep. she? But Bianca, what was great about her was the, the joke he used there. She was laughing at herself and making fun of herself from the get go. Yep. And we were with her on the journey. And then she's got permission to make fun of everybody else. Yep. Now, when I, I think about. I want to say that there was Alaska and Alyssa who did that kind of um, that, double, that, act. That, that double act. And then I Detox and Tatiana. Now, the thing about Alyssa is Alyssa sucked so hard in her stand-up really challenge. Did. What was the... Um, um, I thought I was coming to RuPaul's Drag Race of the Year competition. And instead, I found the biggest cross-dressing convention of all time. 
Santina, shut your mouth with your no drag knowledge. <laughs> she just cracks. She just loves it. No, she didn't do so well in her season. However, when she was paired with the powerhouse of comedy, Alyssa. Alaska. Uh, Alaska. Yeah. Um, in All Stars, that that combo was amazing it was alaska's smarts that won it for them and alaska was smart enough to kind of take a back seat in that one it's like i'm gonna channel Alyssa's crazy kooky fun personality and she was just up there going beast healer monster and alaska was just there like totally and it was just there was just something uh, quite magical about it that really worked now the failures that obviously come to mind is pheromone we talked about pheromone let's Let's have a moment's silence for Alexis Michelle <laughs> and her green. It was awkward. It was so awkward. Tamar, have you ever seen the show? <laughs> I, I've got a soft spot for Alexis Michelle because she's so earnest. I think she's a really talented queen, but her earnestness, there's something about that that she just tries so hard and she fell flat on her face this time. Um, but it was, it was, there were so many cringe moments there. There's a double failure with Roxy Andrews. She, she was really failure. bad in her season. And then when it came to All Stars, which she actually had to be the host, mm-hmm. I just felt it was so awkward to watch. And like there was a moment of desperation where she brought back Tasha Salad. Tasha and, and it just didn't work. I mean, there's, there's just some moments that are just so. For me, super, super cringe. Again, though, she worked really hard there. She's, yes. She's not a naturally funny girl, but I admired how much she worked. Yep. Sure, um, sure. Whatever you say. The opposite, the, Coco went the opposite way of Alyssa in All Stars. <gasps> she... Jump in my car and jump out again. Well, she... Comes to come in, but you're, what was that with the Fifi? Her, her and Fifi were just incapable of working together, I think. That, that, she, that she was a no. Bombed. That was just a full stop no. That, that problem was... <laughs> Super awkward. Coco was just sitting there, like watching her chances of coming back into the conversation just like evaporate. It's one of those where, um, because she had one in her season, there was kind of high expectations for her to do it again because Mm. um, she'd done it well before, so you should be able to do it well again. She made the mistake of occupying a similar character, Mm. I think. So she kind of felt like the same that Tatiana. Tatiana was amazing in the Snatch game, so the expectations for her to be good were were high. And then when she came back and it was Arana Grande, and Mm. it was a complete flop. She broke character. She was like, she just... You could tell she was nervous. It was just, it was just wrong. So those are the kind of things that I think people will remember. Now, what makes a good roast? I'll tell you. When you see a queen on stage, you know which queen is comfortable um, standing in front of people and talking. You can tell mm-hmm. which queens go up there and it's just natural for yeah. them to speak and to hold a crowd as opposed to queens who are just used to being on stage and being fierce and being, being oh yeah, it's being like doing death chops and, and like a splits and and yeah. like trying to trying to like look as high fashion you can tell which queens actually go on stage and speak and hold a room and hold a room and you can and it's it's something that's just so natural something that just comes with a lot of practice now that's the difference that i always see with queens who are funny and queens who aren't so i feel like because of that i think Shay and Juju and Cracker should do really, really well mm-hmm. here. But let's let's be honest. What you have to do is make RuPaul laugh, isn't it? That's basically yeah. the challenge. The challenge of whatever it is, make her laugh. 
I just see Blur not doing great in this. Blur. Blur, to give the Scouse pronunciation. Blur. Um, she's the only one who I who I think is going to flounder. I think the other three are going to be successful. Mariah yep. successful. Yes. Shall we have a look? All right. So, Miss Cracker got to choose the order. Mm-hmm. And... Um, <laughs> I tell you what the order was: it's Juju, then Blair, yeah. Miss Cracker, and then Shay. Now Miss Cracker took some Verita serum because she just told all the truth uh-huh. in the world when she was telling them why I'm putting you there, didn't she? This is a bit of a gamble, being so truthful, isn't yeah. it? Because that's the kind of stuff that potentially gets you sent home mm. if you demonstrate shade or a willingness to throw people under the bus, as they say. But there was a way that she said it that was still like, it wasn't like hateful. It was just like, ha ha ha, bitch. But ha ha ha, kind of still there. Cracker does have a bit of a thing. It's like, I'm just being truthful, yep. isn't she? And um, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you how she did it. She said, Juju, you're going first because I'm throwing you under the bus and mm. it's going to be hard. But you're funny, so I'm going to put Blair after you because, let's be honest, Blair, you're not funny. Yeah. And if you're going to go after Juju, you're not funny times 10. Uh-huh. And since you suck so much, I'm going to go right after you and pick up uh, the pieces of your broken comedy. And then just to throw you under the bus, Shay, because you're my closest competitor who's also won a lip sync, I'm going to put you at the end. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... That's kind of mm-hmm. her. Expl- I'm, I'm telling you word for word, verbatim, exactly how yeah. she had um, announced and it. And they were all sitting there. Okay, I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Um, thanks for ruining my life. Now, um, first up in the comedy challenge is uh, Miss Jujubee. Miss now, Juju. let's talk about Jujubee's little segment. Do you know what? Overall, I thought it was, it was not funny enough for Juju. It was a little disappointing. Um, I think our expectations are high with Juju. That's part of the problem. We know she's such a naturally funny queen. Um, and there, her, her opening was a little anemic. I think that was the main problem. She didn't get enough laughs in right in the beginning. Yes. Um, she gained a little bit of momentum. And I noticed that she got more laughs when she got shadier and when she got dirtier. So when she turned to Blair and was like, Blair, this is what a book is. And when she was talking to Ross Matthews and say, oh, Gwyneth Paltrow could convince women around the world to put a stone inside their lady gardens, but they, she can't com- uh, convince people to buy your book, that kind of thing. That's what got more laughs being meaner and dirtier and that, that that's that's what they should be aiming for surely you know this is a drag comedy show we kind of want to be offended don't we uh i don't know you kind of want to laugh at people's expense you know it's it's shade yep it's you know we love a shady drag queen it, it okay this wasn't marketed if you want to use that word as, as a roast it wasn't kind of set up in that way but what are you gonna do really you're a drag queen on stage you're gonna roast people aren't you i mean you're you're literally not given you're not given any directives you're just given a time and being told to make me to make everyone laugh mm. another another stand-up comedy challenges in past seasons sometimes there's been like a theme yeah where they had to be funny according to this theme or be funny while being mean to this person you know there was always um, a direction for the humor yeah there wasn't a direction here yeah. they had however long it was to just make people laugh. So the best jokes and the best storylines and the bench the best punchlines, mm. they just needed to get that out. And Juju I I I mean, I 
like so many others, I'm presuming, thought Juju B was gonna knock it out of the park. She didn't knock it out of the park. She, she like knocked it across the road. It, it wasn't a swing and a miss. That you know, she gained momentum. Yeah, and no, got better towards the end. She wasn't bad. The things she didn't start strong. I don't think that she had like she didn't get the laughs. She didn't. She didn't get the howls. Yeah. Uh, straight away, Should which we, I think is, is not is not a good sign because you you want to create that sound, you want to create that that environment where mm. everyone's laughing. You're allowed to laugh, and you know what? You're here to laugh, so yes. you start it off straight away. And I don't think she did that. Actually, she had a very meh moment in the start yeah. that was actually really really awkward. So what she did is she she made the room awkward. She made the environment slightly awkward. People were like, "Ha ha ha, like do I laugh at that wasn't funny and is yeah. she going to be funny?" So then she what she had to do is she had to sell her humor to them. Again, she yeah. uh, she, she had to make them realize she's funny because that's that's what she did and I, and I think because of that it was it was quite of a a very like jagged uh yeah. humor journey yes. for me and I, I yeah i found it with a slow build to the peak yeah, yeah. I, I felt like um she had to work harder because um the beginning wasn't as strong i mean she yeah. did have some good moments about that one blonde joke who was miss cracker the book moment which i thought was funny yeah and then there's the ross matthews and i'll tell you i'll tell you what you know what i find really really hard mm-hmm. in life and anytime has been like because i'm seeing ross matthews laugh along and people are making fun of him I, and, and he's like, ha ha ha, that's funny, that's funny, you're, you're mocking me. I don't like it. I can't even fake laugh when people try to joke and they're like like mocking me and they're joking about me and it's and it's, and it's funny. I, I don't find the humor in there. I'm just, it's a forced laugh. I'm like, ha ha ha, I have to laugh because then it looks like I'm angry and I am angry. Like you shouldn't be talking about me like that. And I just don't know how much energy Ross is putting into this fake laughter. I don't know. That's a, I just find <laughs> I don't like people mocking me. This uh, may say more about you than it does about um, Ross Matthews. So what did anyway, you think? Uh, let's, let's think about it as well. Um, were you expecting this kind of performance from her rehearsal? So they spent some time with Ross and Jane Krakowski, who, by the way, Jane was lovely. And oh, sweet yes. supportive and gave good advice. Yes. Yeah. She's a kind of judge that you actually want. All of her critiques, all of her feedback was actually something very relevant and very yeah. helpful. Like they, they were given a masterclass and it's, it's really, really good that they're starting to get these kind of judges on who mm-hmm. are actually more helpful than they are, more like to bring you down and create drama. I really liked her. No more Obrio days. Oh, I hate Aubrey Day. <laughs> what? 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 Why? What would possess you to bring her on? There was just, there were so many other judges that have have just been a full stop no. But Jane Fakowski is not one of them. Now Juju B's intro, her her rehearsal wasn't good either. So I was hoping that they were gonna be like, oh, bad rehearsal, but she nails it in the the final. Her rehearsal was meh, and then her performance was. Yeah, <laughs> mm. <laughs> not you know, not laugh out loud, not fall off your chair, funny. Yeah. It was <laughs> her, her rehearsal was quite middling, wasn't it? There was there was good ideas in there that she was struggling to channel, um, and they gave her good advice as to how to channel that. Um, and yeah, the the payoff was was tricky. Now the, the thing that I thought was nice, they tried to reframe um, going first. So Juju was there resenting Cracker for going first, thinking that she'd really um, sabotaged her. 
But actually, Jane was like, well, it's your chance to actually set the direction. And if, you know, if you're a strong comedian, then there's no reason why you mm. should feel anxious about going first. And where do you think Juju sent the direction of this comedy show with that final performance? What do, what do you think? In a fairly meandering, indeterminate direction, yeah. I think. She's um she's actually set Blair up for a good start. <laughs> <laughs> well, sh- she's we... actually um done Blair a good favor here. Yeah. Yep. Um, Let's move on. Unless there's um something else that you want to bring up. I thought her look was very jujube. It's very like blue bodycon dress um with this sort of Katy Perry hair. Um, it was very kind of like pretty but basic. But I don't think they're going for like an outrageous look, are mm. they? Although you know we'll get onto it with Shay maybe. But I don't, yeah, I don't, she with, with the challenges comedy, I would bring up my worst costume that I Your have. Funniest out there. costume. Yeah, like something yeah. that you know because it's not reliant on my fashion; it's reliant on my words. Yeah. So you'd go with a costume that wasn't well. I would have done a Monet exchange in All Stars and worn the least um, yeah. impactful dress that I had brought with me. Yeah. And I also okay. want to bring up something that um, Ross Matthews said that was actually really, really helpful. And I hope that he said this to all of the queens that when it comes to this comedy, especially when it's quick comedy, you need to set us up. Yeah. You need to surprise us and then land the punchline. And I, th- I, I think that I think that, that formula is a it, it won't fail. So as long as you follow that, I think they'll be fine. So that was a negative goal that I hope all the queens have picked up. Did you be yeah eh. it was it was a very, very warm performance it was a it wasn't a bam it's that it wasn't a darian like no when darian came out she was a very good start it wasn't or an alaska. alaska it alaska wasn't was that. A it was fantastic start. exactly mm. it, it wasn't that it was a very very huh it was a very middle performance done in the beginning yeah do you know what i mean yeah if she wasn't at the beginning she'd probably be quite forgettable mm. all right next up is blair let's have a look and that was a blair that was blair no, I just um, want to. I just quickly want to say that um, in the workroom and in the rehearsals, she had all the confidence in the world about you know, how her humor was amazing because her her run through actually got a lot of laughs. But do you know what? I was puzzled by that. Yeah, because I thought a lot of what she was coming out with was actually quite tired and quite like I've heard that before. I know, like, there's nothing new under the sun. But what what was she saying? She was saying like. Oh, da 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 da! But unfortunately, she was unavailable. We've all heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Ross Matthews is so gay. Like I think so and so is so gay or fat, whatever jokes. They are funny if they're really, really funny. You've got to make them massively funny and quite offensive. I think really to make them land. Um, she she didn't seem to trot out that those Ross Matthews, whether that's in the edit or what. Um, she got a lot of positive feedback. She was very confident in the workroom. And what's puzzled me a little bit, like this episode is a lot of the girls have been saying oh Blair you've been making the judges laugh all season but then when they came up with an example it was just like the shivering thing I, I didn't get it I didn't get why the girl was just saying that Blair was funny but her run through gave Blair so much confidence and she was telling Miss Cracker you know you try to screw me over by putting me after Juju and by bidding, by putting yourself after me but you're gonna have to watch out because I'm actually really really funny and you know what it just, it just took me back to when on her season she was like oh I'm a dancer I'm a trained dancer mm. and then they had to do that dance challenge that performance one and she was 
like screwing up all the time. And I'm like, girl, you told me you're a dancer. You're doing a Raja. Delusion. You're doing a Raja O'Harris with your I do jazz, I do yeah, urban, yeah, yeah. I do street, I do ballet, <laughs> contemporary, you name it. I'm trained. But that was 15 years ago. Yeah. That was 15 years ago. So this is the this is kind of like the the lead up to the performance. Now we're just seeing the performance now. And this I'll tell you what I think. I think that she had a the good opening segment where she um said that was a nice try to Juju B. So she kind of started it off funny because like, let's be honest, Juju B did not kill it or knock it out of the park. So by mocking her and being open about it, <laughs> it gave everyone else that permission to laugh. So yeah. at least she got there. And then she had that really good joke about Michelle, um, Michelle Visage being the first lady, talking about her age, you know, she's very, very yeah, old. Okay, okay. And then it just kind of started to steadily go downhill from there. Now, one thing that she did that also Jujube did was they had an over-reliance on notes. Didn't, uh, throughout the whole Blair time, they're looking, so than Juju, they're looking at the notes. Yes, definitely more so than um, Jujube. But Jujube also had it. Now, why didn't they provide them with like a pododium like they did on the other the other challenges where they could actually hide the notes? I'm because not sure. it hides the, it's, It looks so amateur when you're holding notes and you're, you're going up there. I feel like it's not natural i don't feel like you're yeah. funny i feel like you're 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 scripted that's what i feel I, like I, I, I don't feel like it's a genuine natural funny i have to say i have never been to a stand-up comedy show and i've never been to a drag show where somebody's relying has a notebook that they are looking at for mm -hmm. their jokes yeah like we all know that Drag Race, um, you know, filming is very squashed. I think an episode is filmed over two days, isn't it? They don't have a lot of time to work on things. But surely, guys, it, it, they've done it before where this has been enough time to memorize a, a comedy routine. Look at season 12. That she who whose name may not be spoken, Cherry Pie, she did like seventeen minutes worth of material. I thought she was notes. really funny. She was great. Um Regardless of what we think of the rest of her character, she was great in that challenge. Um, the but, and then like, do these girls really need a notebook going up there? I don't mind that they had notes because, like, other past seasons, they have had a podium where they mm -hmm. had the notes there, and they they could be funny. Um, some of them haven't, but I just felt like them actually carrying out a book like that with their notes and like going through the pages oh that was very amateur and i, and I felt like it was yeah I, I didn't like that at all now blair had an over reliance on that and then she started to go into what she's been doing all season which is everyone like blair season nine was a little boy i'm grown up now you yeah. know when she walked into when she walked into the the workroom on episode one Mm. and basically was like I'm all grown up now and I slept with that's what your man said last night and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know I'm not a little girl anymore I'm like I'm, I'm a big girl it, now I'm a bitch like blah 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 with it, their reading yeah. challenge where she was reading hard out like she's she's been trying to prove that she's not a little boy anymore it, it's very like I'm a big girl now and in a year's time I'll be a woman yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real boy okay Pinocchio calm your ass down and then she started to talk about that when she was like I'm not a little boy anymore and, she, and then she started talking about that eating air stroke without the crust and then she segued that into mocking sam richardson now i'll tell you why that didn't work because she went into a straight attack yeah. on the judge sam Absolutely. richardson and she had not yet made fun of herself i wrote so down she, the exact same thing she had not created the atmosphere where haha i've i've like 
I've made fun of myself. No, and no one's safe because it's, you're allowed to once you do this. You didn't do this. So I just felt yeah. like she was attacking him. And also, and I felt like he felt attacked. Attacked him. And it wasn't funny. It was dirty and it wasn't funny. It's like, where are the jokes? Yeah. That's it. Make it funny. But that was, a, I felt that was a really, really awkward moment. Now, can I tell you something she did as well? Where she was saying some jokes. Mm. She stood there and was like almost expecting more of an applause because like she was silent for a while. And then she realized, okay, okay, my next joke now because... Uh, they're not laughing as hard as I thought they were, and, and I saw those kind of moments happen. It just, it did, it did hit its peak very, very early, and it was, it just went right downhill from yes. there. Then the jokes started to become not even funny. The airstroke started to come. The joke about how did you escape from the old homes? The joke about um, Ross Matthews, um, you've been trying so hard and they finally let you win. It just, it went, it just went, ugh. Ooh, I, like, I, I would have liked cringe. to have been heckled by the judges, to be honest. I would have liked it if, um, yeah, Jane had come back with something about the old person's home. Like, well, they're not strapping me in at night. So, you know, see, I could be a comedian. You, you are, Tom. Thank You're you. You're hilarious. I will say one positive, she looked pretty. I liked her Rita Hay with hair and the nice sequined halter mini dress. She looked pretty. Mm, isn't that what you say? Oh, at least you've got a pretty face. <laughs> Isn't, isn't that what you say to someone? Literally. And uh, when you when you're talking to someone hot, and they're like, "Oh, but you're at least you're when pretty." They, they say something really <laughs> stupid and unfunny. Yeah. It's like, well, do you know what? I'm just going to enjoy looking at yeah, you. Yeah, you really. And then to add insult to injury, because it was already headed downhill fast. Then she started to do a recital of peppermint and the Michelle joke for Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. And then she decided to do a Shaykulay. If you didn't like me, my name is Nina Banina Brown. And yeah. she, instead, she used their Barry, like uh, no, no. mistake. That'd work if you were Willem. It, it was a that was a no. That was yeah. Blair. It was oh gosh, it was cringe. It was cringe. Do you agree? I have written cringe. Yep. I mean, yeah. That's like my main note. That's I've, it. I've underlined cringe, and I've underlined insulting others before herself i just what makes it so much harder to watch is her confidence before this how she was telling miss cracker someone who's done an international tour international Mm. not just america international tour of performance and comedy telling her to watch out because you don't really know who i am i'm blessed and clear i'm a i'm a boy now i'm a real woman okay i don't know i don't know if i've told you this but i'm a real woman now i'm not that i'm not the old blair i'm 2.0 so you better watch out because i'm also funny and i'm a dancer apparently it's is very that thank you blair the the show loves this kind of narrative though the kind of delusion narrative yeah. well they did that because they gave her such a good yeah. um workroom uh rehearsal and then kind of contrasted really badly into this and now it's time for light camera correction let's move on okay now we've got miss cracker and mm-hmm. i just think that she knocked it out of the park what did you think she really did I will say we both commented on it felt shorter for whatever reason. Um, I don't know if it was just more enjoyable or if the edit was tighter, you know. Still, she made me laugh more than the other girls. She was very, very funny. She was my first lol moment um, with the body shaming joke. That was really, really good. Yes. And what I liked about that is that she she did the setup. She did the surprise. She Mm -hmm. did the punchline. And, but she really like went with it and it was an extended laugh. They really enjoyed it. Like, cause she was like, ow, opulence, ow, and posing. It was really, really good. Um, coming out looking like a 70s Dolly Parton in her jumpsuits and her huge hair. 
Um, 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 um. You say it a lot. I'm sorry. If, if I had, I could say nothing. I would like that because then I get to finally speak. Because I feel ahead. like I don't really have a voice in this podcast. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, cool. So what I think is this. First of all, I want to say that props to her. She had no notes. She wasn't holding the notes. So you know what that meant? It meant that she was talking to me. Mm -hmm. It meant that she was invested in the audience. And so the audience is therefore invested in her. So she already had that more personal contact because of that. Very, very simple. When you hold something like notes or a notebook, there's a barrier between you and the audience. And we felt that with Jujubee, we felt that with Blair there was no barrier there it was here I am I'm here there's a comedy show I'm going to make you laugh and she's, she did it from the get go she talked to them she goes mm -hmm. oh my god I haven't seen people hello she acknowledged them she 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 brought them in and then yeah. she started a joke then she kind of like Kind of didn't really put herself down, but mm. in a way did. Like, you know, I'm a New Yorker, but not in a me kind of way. Yeah. You know, and then she goes, and I'm a Jew. So I could say it like that, you don't. So she she was really like ticking every single box. And then she went to start to mock everyone else. Then yeah. she went after Shay and her music. Then she went for Juju B and, and how she's I'm, I'm polished. And then she went into the body shaming. And like that was a, an actual moment where I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. this is really that's, re that's really good. I'm never, I'm not not heard that it was very for me very original it was the it was the best joke so far yes um and let's think about that in the context of her rehearsals because like, i was setting up a real kind of like oh the, the classic cracker thing she's an overthinker narrative it's like she's not going with her instincts mm, let's just let's just um call it what it is that's her narrative yeah, yeah 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 but it paid off because and as we said from the beginning this is an opportunity for cracker to plan a series of jokes which she's very very good at she didn't have to improv a lot or think off the cuff this is basically a script that she'd memorized but you know she made the audience feel included yeah um because she's smart and yes. this was great best so far definitely the best by far and that's it let's move on to the last one shay do you have anything else to say sorry mm -hmm. i don't want to feel like i'm cutting you off I don't want to feel like I don't really? value you okay. and your your time and your um, sound bites because okay. I, I feel like you add a lot to this podcast. Thank Tom, you. As a co-host and only as a co-host. Finally, that is so good to hear. <laughs> You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. That is so good to hear. <laughs> Let's move on to Shay. And next we have Shay Collet, who brings them with some nice fun energy. And she's kind of like, she's keen to like bring the audience in. And she's like, you know, you know, make some noise, guys. And, um, you know, you've got some energy because you had a chance to nap during uh, Miss Cracker's set. And it was, that was all, it was a very funny set, I think. I think she did a really good job overall. Um, she broke the trend, though. Everybody was wearing cerulean thus far. And then she comes in this. Uh, sort of scarlet tool oh, tiered I see. confection. You think this doesn't have anything to do with you. <laughs> you wake up and you put on that blue sweater, but what you realise is it's not blue, it's not teal, it's actually cerulean. Yes. And it was Oscar de la Renta, wasn't it, yes. who did a line of cerulean jackets. I think we need a jacket here. <laughs> and then it was... Then it <laughs> oh, God! Coincidence being you're actually wearing cerulean today. Um, but yeah, she comes in with her Anita Baker hair and her lovely... Uh, tear dresses. She's the most gorgeous of the evening. I okay. think. But she made a point of doing that. You know, it wasn't that funny when you start complimenting the fashion and you I think move she away was from funny. the set. To me, she was like the second funniest. I think. 
Okay. She, she kept she kept the energy high. People kept laughing. I kept laughing. I mean, who doesn't love a fisting joke? You know. Mm. All right. I'll tell you what I think. I'll tell you what I think about her um, her sit. A, I wanted to say props to her as well for not having any notes. Yes. So obviously, again, there's that barrier that's gone. Um, watching Miss Cracker perform and now having seen all of them i can see who has a genuine love for talking on stage i can see who has who who lives for the stage um for a comedy or for 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 whatever reason who who likes to go on stage and talk miss mm-hmm. cracker by a mile by a there is no there's no, she's untouchable in the sense that she, there's no one that felt more comfortable, more at home than on that stage with a microphone, talking to an audience and and, and getting them involved. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I look at, when I look at, who is it? Shay Coulee. Um, Shay Coulee, she, she is better than Juju B and she's also much better than um, Blair, but it, it was that natural um, gift that, that gift of chatting and getting them involved in the engagement she didn't have. I thought she seemed really at home. Yeah, I thought I felt she she looked really rehearsed, but I still loved okay. her. Mm-hmm. I, still, I mean, there were mo- there were a lot of moments where she was great, but that's what I, that's what I felt, especially after watching Miss Cracker, especially following Miss Cracker. Now, I wonder, I don't know if this is miss crack is doing but she went right after blair and she kind of knew blair would suck let's be honest regardless of what she was saying in the mm-hmm. workroom about how everyone in the rehearsals went well she knew that she would suck and then she also yeah. knew that shay was a competition so she knew that shay would have a tough act to follow because shay is not known for being a comedian so i think uh, me making this comparison is, is exactly what the judges are going to be thinking they're going to be thinking oh she was good but following from his cracker like the 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 laugh the laughometer just went from high to mid but and I guess yeah, she would suffer by that comparison. I completely agree with you. Having said that, I think I, I genuinely think she was one of the stronger girls of the night. Like there were no lulls, there were lulls, but no lulls. Hmm. Um, and thinking back to her rehearsal, now I'm kind of sick of hearing about Sasha Valora at this point. I will say that they told her to use a Sasha Valora referencing joke, and I think that was a bad idea. I think we've heard enough about how Shay felt really bad during the season nine finale like we're done with that now thanks like Shay you stand apart from that you're an artist on your own you don't need to draw on that reference anymore you, you don't need to define yourself yeah by that moment yeah. I, I, I felt I felt that too was it Ross Matthews who prompted that he did yeah. Shay kind of I mean I don't know and, and the edit it's, it's really really strange look I actually think Shay Coulee and Jujubi were a close they were very similar in humour and comedy I felt there were there weren't laughs they were ha ha ha's okay I think I, I, I can see where you're coming from and I think what we're left with is like one clear top one clear bottom two safes yes even though nobody's safe no one does. So, um, yeah, there were. I mean, that's all I can say is there. There were good jokes. It was very, very. It was. It was a warm comedy act. Yeah. Unfortunately, she had to follow Miss Cracker. 
I don't know how she would fare if she was to open the show the same way that Jujubee did. But I do want to say something about the um, her set. Her set to me felt very, very cut off, very, very unfinished. Like it was just like she started getting into the flow of going towards that season nine moment, and then it stopped, and she was saying goodbye. Now I don't. I felt that. Maybe she, I don't know, maybe it's in the edit, maybe she bombed, yeah. maybe they're trying to save some grace for her, maybe, but it, it just felt like it, it was just cut off. You'd have liked to have seen her go further. Well, because she was talking about a robbery. And yeah, she, she I didn't, didn't get that segue. Yeah, she, she, uh, she's talking about a robbery, and then she didn't really talk about what was robbed. Yeah. I, I, she didn't really get into that that the crux of what I thought it was going to it was like uh, uh, I'm going to talk about a robbery the season 9 finale and then she started mentioning that moment and then it was cut off so I don't I didn't I've, I'm, I'm like you know when you're like <gasps> like you're, you're like uh. It's you're waiting for that mm. you're on the edge of your seat waiting for that joke and it just it just went and was, I'm just like yeah. a funny sort of segue into the therapy joke really wasn't it so it's like uh, anybody been robbed I have and I'm not talking about season 9 finale um, and then therapy. Um, it's about therapy. Rose petals. Being Is a therapy really expensive, Tom? Um, depends. Depends. There's um, a range of price points. If you go through the NHS, it's free while you're paying your taxes. It's also free if you listen to Spilling the GNT podcast, which is what you do every week. Perhaps now we're going to get an extra episode. What do you think? Canada. Ha! Anyway, that was me <laughs> just promoting the fact that you are a psychiatrist. Allegedly. And, and you do cat therapy. Allegedly. So uh, any pets out there, yes. um, he can start talking to them. You know what? I've always I've always thought this would be a really, really good avenue for you, Tom. Now think of this. I think housewives and their pets are going to be the next level of a therapy for you. You know, pets that don't get along with other pets, pets that are doing 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 really, really strange things. And I think that if you kind of lock on to that market, you could be making a lot of money. We can practice with Lily and Lavender. I'm just letting you know there's these are just some opportunities that you can explore, you know? We need to help them get along. Like my parrot first. my parrot did a really funny noise to my new cat and I don't know if they're getting along. What do you think? And then you just give them your stuff. <laughs> yeah all right so do you think well actually before we even move on let's have a look at the runway very quickly yeah um we'll take our time okay very quickly now for the runway the category is freak out mm. basically get freaky and so let's quite a broad theme here but a lot of the girls seem to well we'll get into it so juju comes out looking like lee bowery to me um in this kind of well there's so much sort of padding and unusual shapes and these chains and sort of jester hat and it's all in kind of like colorful checks and hound's tooths and she takes this mask off but i just think very heavily referencing lee bowery um that's all i see here really mm. um i just see a lot of colors and a lot of patterns and i think that all the money that she had budgeted for um, Drag Race went into this one outfit. Well, and then everything else, she, all the other dresses that she's worn, she borrowed or she already had. This is easily her best and most avant-garde look on the runway so far. She's and really, she's pushing a peppermint here where she, you yeah, know, peppermint only very, yeah. um, kind of surprised us with mm -hmm. her. What was that category? Also quite a Lee Bowery. It was a similar theme because that was a club kid yeah. theme. And, and she came out as a literal peppermint confection, didn't yep. she? Yeah. Bad for your teeth. 
Okay. So I just, that, that's what I think about Pe- Oh, sorry, Peppermint, not Peppermint, Jujube. Yeah. I thought it was nice. Uh, yeah. Very club kid. A lot, of, a lot of colors. I think, basically, I think this theme <laughs> has been interpreted very similar to a club kid theme. Yep. Yeah. So Jujube is different. I, I liked it. Now, when we look at Blair St. Clair, she's serving quarantine realness <laughs> with that is. mask. Very ahead of her time Very- because this was before coronavirus <laughs> masks. I liked it. Um, I really liked it. Um not like very in keeping with my taste but i appreciate it she says it's very cheshire cat referencing i think she could have made it a bit more feline um like it's it's very dalmatian to me the print you know and then there's all these polka dots um she's wearing a harness and i think that's another interpretation of a freak out like oh freaky kinky kind of thing um so there's all that going on um she looks pretty she always looks pretty i I don't know um, why she 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 she. she. <laughs> it's hard because I'm trying to say shisha. I'm trying to say shisha, chisha, and yeah. she said. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to say it very slowly. The grin, the grin yes. on the mask. She said that she is serving shisha realness. The cat. Oh my gosh! It's like seashell. She heavy. It's a tongue twister. Cheshire cat is the grin that she had on the mask. Yes, that was it. She only the for someone who says that her looks based on the Cheshire cat. Mm-hmm. She only had that kind of teeth. The Cheshire cat on the mask. Yeah, everything else without the mask that does not look like a Cheshire cat. It, it doesn't trans. This is what I mean. It could have been more feeling to me. It's Cheshire cat meets Hundred One Dalmatians meets the Muppets. Yep. Bondage. And they all they all take some magic mushrooms together. I I really like this look. I really feel that she served it. Not my favourite so far. Really? I like it. I prefer it. Juju's to this. No. Um, I really like this one. So Miss Cracker comes out in this hooded cowl and this plague doctor mask. You also know- very ahead of its time. Yes, I know. Isn't this what doc- this is very coronavirus realness. Didn't doctors have to wear that during the plague? So the idea was during the plague that crow crow like appendage was actually filled with herbs that smelt nice so it a prevented them smelling the rotten corpses and b they thought that pleasant smells repelled the plague they actually thought that that was a scientific fact so that was the idea behind the the plague doctor masks and it looks very crow like doesn't it so she removes it and underneath she's giving me marilyn manson from mechanical animals era meets you know unknown in tekken Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, very that. Very kind of like undead beauty. Um, that whiff, that whiff is touching the floor. I feel like that. I thought that this is what, um, what's it, Versace? Mm-hmm. Donatella. Donatella Versace would look like as a zombie. Oh, I love that. Undead that's Donatella. I, exactly. That's what I, that's what I see. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I liked it. It was nice. Mm. Now let's talk about Miss Shay Coulee. That now that Shay, this is a very go-to for Shay. Shay did a lot of looks on her own season that were very like Moschino, Jeremy Scott for Moschino kind of look with this kind of like nineties club kit, lots of lots of like fun colours and textures. And I've seen her wear that mullet before. I do really like it on her though. This kind of eighties mullet. Um crystal method eat your heart out um so yeah very that to me you know we've got the kind of latex pink um cat suit another one wearing a harness uh you know kind of like freaky equals kinky equals harness uh trendler and yeah just this muppet skin coat 
Okay, I'll tell you what what I wish was different. I wish that the harness was a different color. Yeah. Almost like a acid green or something neon-y. Something to contrast. To, yeah, to contrast it. Um, and I, I reckon it will have really elevated the freaking the acid trip kind of look that she, I think she's going for. It's such a, what I thought this theme is so open to interpretation. Um, I'm, it, I wonder if they're given any more directive other than um, freak out. Because to me, Freak Out makes me think of the Chic song. Freak Out, le freak, c'est chic. I thought it was... I, I thought it could I be disco yeah, I really thought that's what it meant. But then they started coming out in like it's this club kid kind of look. Club kid part two, isn't it? Who, who had your favorite look? Probably Cracker. Cracker? I really liked it. I thought it was very inventive and arresting. I'm really caught between Juju B and Blair St. Clair. I really thought that those two looks... You know what? There's a similar there's a similar color palette with all the girls except for um, that's the thing. Miss Cracker Cracker stood apart in terms of the color palette, which I think is why I know it's just so much. And I love the Plague Doctor themes and stuff. Um, and she had a two and one. She had a two and one. She had a reveal. A reveal. And there's not many done on the show, no. so that really stood out of my mind. So I thought that was really great. Juju's a close second because I love how like authentically Lee Bowery that was. And then um, I could kind of take or leave um, Blair and Shay. Shay and Blair are very similar looking at them together on the runway. I'm sure they were pulling out their garments and thinking, girl. Girl what? Or were you just, was that that silence? You looking up and down? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do it again. Go. Girl. Now, um, I want to ask you this. Based on what these queens are wearing, does this alter the um, who's the top and bottom? Um, I think for this you. bolsters Cracker's place in the top. This is just kind of like cements it in there. Um, to me, Juju's look is more exciting than Shay's. So I think it edges her ahead a little bit. You know, we were thinking they're kind of neck and neck in some ways in the in the kind of safe zone and this will not save Blair from the bottom. All right. Having said that, you know, it's not a conventional top bottom safe system. We're going to get one top and a bunch of bottoms, Let's which see. sounds like a party to me. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting, Tom. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, that's what a second glass of wine does to you. <laughs> Take it off him. Mm. Let's see what happens with the rest of the episode. Yep, mm-hmm. let's go. All right, so let's finish this up. The winner this week was it was very obvious. It was like there was no competition this week. The winner was Miss Cracker. I would like to say the judging echoed our sentiments really quite closely. Yeah, mm. they always tend to. I don't think they have much else to add to our verdict. <laughs> So, Miss Cracker has won. Now, you're in her shoes. What would you do? Mm, I think my feelings are quite patently obvious. (laughs) You're jealous. No, um, I think, uh, yeah, my sentiment really hasn't changed. Um, I think the fairest way to vote is for the person who hasn't won anything unfortunately throughout this competition um she's placed very middling mm. um and it's time for blair to go the the, the very much the, so the other three are very much well-rounded powerhouses yes yeah. it was it's a very obvious top three here yeah. i mean blair was sickening no <laughs> she was not um this week and she hasn't got a win if i was blair i probably would have pulled in india and say look actually i was in the alliance with 
with um, them. Yes. We were all supposed to choose your mm. lipstick, but I didn't choose it. Yes. Uh, not I. I. I'm on your side. Shay and Juju ganged up on me. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it would have taken. If she was that desperate to stay, she should have done that. But she, no. also, she also categorically performed the, the worst this week. So you yeah. can go on track record. You can go on her performance today. Um, and that's it, I'm afraid. It's time for Abianto. Well, first of all, we've got to see about the lip sync assassin. Now, the lip sync assassin this week was Kennedy Davenport, who is finally, you've brought back an actual lip sync assassin. Yes. I don't think she's ever lost a lip sync when nope. i say no no when i say she hasn't lost a lip sync i mean that even the ones that she apparently lost she won she won their lips their lip sync against um what was her trixie. name trixie <laughs> what's she, her name trixie Mattel. Who, who is she <laughs> who is she she won that lip sync against her um she won that lip sync that determined the top three she was the best by far she she is the dancing diva like she is an amazing performer. Now, let's go to the lip sync. Actually, it was a country song called Fancy. And I knew straight away that this was not a song that was made for Kennedy. This was definitely a song that was more Miss Cracker, only because this was a performance acting song. It yeah. was not a dancing song. It wasn't a song that called for energy and blah and yeah and like kicks and like flips. Mm. It didn't it wasn't a high energy performance. It was a you had to embody the the singer. You it, had it, to be that country girl. It's a Reba McIntyre country song. And so it's it's about a story, isn't it? Country music so often tells a story. Yes. And I completely agree with you. It's not an opportunity for Kennedy to do her flips, tricks and stri- her stuff. No. It was and very, very built for Cracker because it was an acting song. To be honest, Kennedy mostly kind of like strutted about... I mean, she was doing some lovelier swirls with her coat. But like... She, she wasn't bringing much characterization to her face. She wasn't acting. She wasn't, yeah, doing what the song required. I will say it was very vulgar when Miss Cracker revealed her pink underpants. It's just that even when you see the performance, Miss Cracker looks like she actually sings the song. She actually looks like the person who I think sings it. And like mm. when I see Kennedy and I hear this very... Is, is, is a white person is that offensive to you if i say white tom i mean i'm offended okay cool so, so then white it is so <laughs> so a white person like when i that's what i see I, I see a white blonde lady seeing this back in the country and when i look at i mean Reba kennedy, a white lady when i look at kennedy devonport i just don't believe that this is you this is your story having, having, i don't believe it's your story that you're you're telling i i feel like you're back up here and yeah that's that's basically i mean didn't i call in the first few seconds that the winner was cracker because i knew where it was going it's just not in her repertoire is it i mean cracker said the other week as well that she you know she grew up in the sticks so maybe she has a bit of an affinity for country music having said that kennedy's a southern girl you know Country music is very much... She's from Texas, mm. you know. Anyway, the winner of this lip sync was Miss Cracker. Congratulations. You did deserve it. The song was not made for Kennedy to win. Mm-mm. They could have brought Kennedy on any other week with any other songs, but no, they specifically brought her on this week to lip sync to that song, which even she knew was like, oh, God, really? This is the song yeah. that I, as a lip sync assassin, have to return to the stage for? And the lipstick that Miss Cracker chose, rightfully so, 
was Blair. Blair, this was your time, honey. 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 It was oh, your time. Honey. It was your time honey. to go. First of all, be happy that you made top four. Now, I think that maybe yeah. I... Have I been hateful? I'm not being hateful to Blair, have I? I've been honest. Yourself. I think we've been very realistic. I mean, I agree with you. Like, Blair, like, I think you've done very, very well to get to top four of the likes of Alexis Mateo, Mariah Valenciaga. Like... You've done well, girl. Be proud of yourself. Now, there's an amazing moment near the end that I, we have to bring up where a phone rings and she's answering the phone call. Mm. I'm like, okay, this is there a returning queen? Now, we did see the preview for next week. I don't even think there is going to be a returning queen. It looks more like they're going to be part of the finale performance. You know how, like, the last time that they did it in All Stars 4, they had, she's a super queen. There's definitely going to be one of those for next week because that's what Tatra Kaur come back with the choreography. Though, we've got top three instead of top four you know um all stars has always been a top four situation mm. has it yeah okay cool um remember reggie wrote you yeah um kitty girl true uh and she's a super queen mm. and even even i mean they didn't okay. do the same sort of thing in all stars one but no what i'm thinking is that we did see all the girls come into the workroom mm-hmm. however i feel that it's more of a on air reunion that they're actually bringing the girls back for. I don't think there's a returning queen. I think that they're bringing them in for the drama. Yeah. And we're finally going to see who's telling the truth. Out of Alexis versus India, we're finally going to get to the bottom of it next week. So next week, I am definitely looking forward <laughs> to it. I'm looking forward to looking at the choreography, breaking down the choreo, breaking down Todrick. Will we get to the bottom of it or will the waters be muddied even further? We'll get a bit more clarification. <laughs> we definitely Let's will see. get a bit Let's more see. clarification. But Let's then see. that's it, isn't it? That was it. That's it for, for the week. The fun, we've got the grand finale next week. Now, following that, please remember, we do have our very close friends from London coming up. We've got Miss B and we got Nick. Stalia, no, she better don't. That's her alleged <laughs> Not last week, name. week after. The week after next week, yeah. And we'll do a recap. So next week, we are going to do the grand finale. And then the following week, we're going to either do a full-on All Stars 5 recap mm-hmm. or maybe we can start, um, they can come in and do... Drag Race Canada with us. We will figure it out. Yep. There may be several episodes. All right. Cool. Well, anyway, that's us. Thank you very much for listening. Please rate and review um, and follow us on our Twitter. Message us on our Twitter. And that's basically it. Thank you very much for joining us on Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Paolo. We'll see you guys next week. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. Bye. Bye.